Sri Sai Sacharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, A Modern Rendering. Chapter 12 Now let us see in this chapter how devotees were received and treated by Baba. Saints love all beings equally. We have seen before that the purpose or object of divine incarnation is to protect the good and destroy the wicked. But the mission of the saints is quite different. To them, the good and the wicked are the same. First they feel for wrongdoers, then they set them on the right path. They are like the destroyer of the Baba Sagara, the ocean of worldly existence, or like the sun to the darkness of ignorance. The Lord dwells in the saints. In fact, they are not different from him. Our Baba is one of these, who incarnated for the welfare of the devotees, supreme in knowledge and surrounded with divine luster, he loved all beings equally. He was unattached. Foes and friends, kings and paupers were the same to him. Here his powers. For the sake of devotees, he spent his stock of merits and was ever able to help them. But the devotees could never approach him unless he means to receive them. If their turn did not come, Baba did not remember them, and his leelas could not reach their ears. Then how could they think of seeing him? Some men desired to see Baba, but they didn't get the opportunity to have his darshan until his maha samadhi. There are many people whose desire for Baba's darshan was not satisfied. If these people, believing in him, listen to his leelas, their search for his darshan will, to a great extent, be satisfied by the leelas. If some people went there by sheer luck and had Baba's darshan, were they able to stay there longer? No. No one could go there of their own accord, and no one could stay there, even if they so wished. They could stay there as long as Baba permitted them to stay, and had to leave when Baba asked them to do so. Everything depended on Baba's will. Sent home immediately. Once, Kaka Mahajani went to Shirdi from Mumbai. He wanted to stay there for one week and enjoy the Gokul Ashtami festival. As soon as he had Baba's darshan, Baba asked him, When are you returning home? He was rather surprised at this question, but he had to give an answer. He said that he would go home when Baba ordered him to do so. Then Baba said, Go tomorrow. Baba's word was law and had to be obeyed. So Mahajani left Shirdi immediately. When he arrived in his office in Mumbai, he found that his employer was anxiously waiting for him. 
His manager had suddenly fallen ill, and Mahajani's presence was absolutely necessary. He had sent a letter to Kakasaheb in Shirdi, which was redirected to him in Mumbai. Required to stay longer. Now listen to an opposite story. Once Mr. Dumal, a lawyer, was going to Nifad for a case. On the way, he came to Shirdi at Baba's Darshan and waited to proceed to Nifad immediately. But Baba did not permit him to do so. He made him stay in Shirdi for more than a week. In the meantime, the magistrate of Nifad suffered intense pain in his abdomen, so the case was adjourned. Mr. Dumal was then allowed to go and attend to his case. It went on for some months and was tried by four magistrates. Ultimately, Mr. Dumal won the case, and his client was acquitted. Permission to stay away Nanasaheb Nimankar, honorary magistrate, was staying in Shirdi with his wife. The couple spent most of their time in the masjid serving Baba. It so happened that their son fell ill in Belapur, and the mother decided, with Baba's consent, to go to Belapur to see her son and relatives. She wanted to stay for a few days, but her husband asked her to return the next day. The lady was in a fix and did not know what to do, but her god, Sai Baba, came to her help. While leaving Shirdi, she went to Baba, who was standing in front of Sate's Wada with Nana Saheb and others. She pronounced his feet and asked his permission to go. Baba said to her, Go, go quickly, be calm and without worry. Stay comfortably at Belapur for four days. See all your relatives and then return to Shirdi. How opportune were Baba's words. Her husband's proposal was overruled by Baba's decree. Baba appears as a late guru of Mulay Shastri. An orthodox Agnihotri Brahmin from Nasik, Nimule Shastri, who had studied the six Shastras and was well-versed in astrology and palmistry, once came to Shirdi to see Mr. Bhuti, the famous millionaire of Nagpur. After seeing him, he and others went to see Baba in the masjid. Baba bought various fruits and other things from vendors with his own money and distributed them all to those present in the masjid. Baba used to press the mango on all sides so skillfully that when a person received it from Baba and sucked it, he got all the pulp at once in his mouth and could throw away the stone and the skin with ease. The plantains were peeled by Baba and distributed to the devotees while the skins were retained by Baba. Lule Shastri wanted to examine Baba's palm and requested him to extend his hand. Baba ignored his request and instead gave him four plantains. Then they all returned to the wada 
where Mule Shastri bathed, dressed in sacred clothes, and started his practice of Agnihotra, a fire worship. Then, when Baba started for Lendi as usual, he said, Get some red dye. Today we shall put on saffron-colored cloth. None understood what Baba meant. When Baba returned, preparations for the noon arti were being made. Bapu Saheb Jog asked Mule Shastri whether he would accompany him for the arti. He replied he would see Baba later in the afternoon. Very soon, Baba sat on his seat and was worshipped by the devotees, and Arti commenced. Then Baba said, Get some dakshana from the new Brahmin from Nasik. Bhuti went to get the dakshana. When he gave Baba's message, Mule Shastri was very perplexed. He thought, I am a pure Agnihotri Brahmin. Why should I pay dakshana? Baba may be a great saint, but I am not his dependent. But as a great saint like Baba was asking for dakshana through a millionaire like Bhuti, he could not refuse. So leaving his routine unfinished, he started with Bhuti to the masjid. Thinking himself holy and sacred, and the masjid otherwise, he remained at a distance, joined his hands, and threw flowers at Baba from afar. And all of a sudden, he wasn't seeing Baba on his seat. He was seeing his late guru. He was wonderstruck. Could this be a dream? No, it was not, as he was wide awake. But how could this be his late guru? He was speechless for some time. He pinched himself and thought again, but could not reconcile the fact that his guru was in the masjid. Ultimately, leaving aside doubt, he went up and fell at his guru's feet, and then got up and stood there with folded hands. Other people sang Baba's arti, while Mule Shastri chanted his guru's name. Then casting off all pride of caste and ideas about sacredness, he fell flat at his guru's feet and closed his eyes. When he got up and opened his eyes, he saw Baba was asking for dakshana. Seeing Baba's blissful form and his inconceivable power, Mule Shastri forgot himself. He was extremely happy. His eyes were filled with tears of joy. He again saluted Baba and gave the dakshana. He said that his doubt was removed and that he saw his own guru. Unseeing this wonderful Leela, everyone, including Mule Shastri, was much moved, and they realized the meaning of Baba's words. Bring red dye. We shall wear a saffron-colored cloth. Such is Baba's wonderful Leela. Baba is Rama. Once, a revenue collector came to Shirdi with his doctor friend. The doctor said his deity was Rama, and that he would not bow before a Muslim, and so was unwilling to go to Shirdi. The revenue collector replied that nobody would press or ask him to bow, 
so he should just come and give him the pleasure of his company. They came to Shirdi and went to the masjid for Baba's darshan. All were wonderstruck to see the doctor going ahead and pranaming to Baba. They asked him how he forgot his resolve and bowed before a Muslim. The doctor replied, He saw his beloved deity on the seat and so bowed before him. Then as he was saying this, he saw Baba there again. He said, Is this a dream? How could he be a Muslim? He is a great yoga sampana, an avatar. Next day he made a vow and began to fast. He left the masjid, resolving not to go there until Baba blessed him. Three days passed. On the fourth day, a close friend of his turned up, and together they went to the masjid for Baba's darshan. After the salutation, Baba asked the doctor whether anybody had gone to call him to make him come. Hearing this vital question, the doctor was moved. The same night, he was blessed by Baba and in his sleep experienced bliss supreme. Then he left for his town, where he experienced the same state for two weeks, and so his devotion to Baba increased manyfold. The moral of these stories is this. We should have firm faith in our Guru and no one else. Pranams to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. You've been listening to a modern rendering of Hamad Pant's The Sri Sai Satcharitra, The Wonderful Life and Teachings of Shirdi Sai Baba, edited and narrated by Monica Penaconda. For more content like this online, please go to divinelineage.org, saifamily.org, and peacefires.org. To learn more about Monica, please go to monicapenaconda.org.